Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Harvest Horror Fest. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another amazing episode of the Real Film Nerds podcast. With me as always, oh, I should introduce myself. I am Matt, your hostess with the leastest. See, I see what I did there. I changed it up. Yes, I see that. And with me as always, my good buddy, my brother from another mother, Mysterious Mike. Hello, everybody. So, Mike, this week we got something special going. It's a little thing we teased a little bit uh, in our previous pods. But this is our first official pod of this. And we have a name. And it's kind of your baby. So, Mr. Tusk, I mean, um, Mysterious Mike, uh, tell us what we're talking about today. Well, Matt, uh, so we're going to start off this new uh, segment called The Harvest Horror Fest. And this is the first one. And it's kind of my passion to watch uh, horror movies. Uh, I I love going to see horror movies. I, I, I've been watching them for as long as I can remember. And uh, you kind of gave it away. But the first one that we're going to review in this segment is Tusk. So, Mike, what is the Harvard... Harvest Horror Fest. Say that one three times fast. What is it specifically? Is this going to be like an annual event? Or is this going to be like every single time we do a horror movie? Uh, no, this is going to be during the October time frame, or at least that's this is uh, what we're going to do this year. Uh, it could grow depending on uh, response, but uh, plan on doing it during the October time frame. So basically, in this month of October, instead of having our traditional tributaries and legacy casts, we're going to basically do legacy horror casts, but it's just for this month. We'll do horror movies throughout, like always, but this month, don't expect to hear anything other than new movies and horror movies for October. Yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah, that's what it is. Uh, we're just gonna review uh, horror movies that we like or don't like. Uh, in the case of this movie that we're about to talk about, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, we're or gonna... just horror movies in general. You know, we're gonna. This is just a month of awesome horror movies that you love. And I'm not, you know, I don't hate horror movies. I won't go that far. I do enjoy quite a few horror movies in my day, but. I'll put it this way. I'm not passionate about them like you are. And and I know, Mike, that you love every kind of genre of horror, even the shitty, super shitty B-movie horror movies. I mean, it's just, it's probably your favorite movie genre, would you say? Yeah, I, I, I think it is probably my favorite. So, all right. Well, on that note, let's kick it off, Mike. What movie is our first Harvest Horror Fest film for the month of October? So, the first Harvest uh, Horror Fest movie is Tusk. Uh, Tusk was uh, directed by Kevin Smith and written by Kevin Smith. Uh, it's starring uh, Justin Long, Michael Parks, Haley Joe's Osman, uh, Genesis Rodriguez, Johnny Depp, and <coughs> it's... Um, 
Plot summary is a brash and arrogant podcaster gets more than he bargained for for when he travels to Canada to interview a mysterious recluse who has a rather disturbing fondness for walruses. All right. Sounds good. Mike sounds good. Or shall I say sounds fucking terrible? Oh, man. So Mm. go ahead. Do it. I know you're bursting at the seams. Let it let us know what you really think of Tusk. All right, so so usually in horror movies, there's some kind of comedy or some kind of funny something. This movie had none of that. The uh, the main character, uh, Justin Long, who plays Wallace Brighton, was just kind of an arrogant asshole. And that's fine, I guess, but I didn't like him. He's not a likable character, so I don't even know why we care about him when, he's, when shit's hitting the fan. So, I, I don't know. This was just... This, this movie was crap. It was hard for me to watch. Uh, there have been very few movies, I'm trying to think, that I would actually want to turn off or walk out on. And I have never actually walked out of a theater. But this one would be one of those close ones where I'd be like, mm, maybe I should. So would you just go to the bathroom a lot? Now I I I would watch it. I oh I hate going to the bathroom in a movie. Like if I'm at the theater, I despise going to the bathroom because I feel like I'll always miss something, and I don't want to miss anything ever. And we're not gonna bring up that time when you peed in the beer bottles in high school. Uh yeah no we're not gonna bring that up. <laughs> it's okay. I hate going to the bathroom during movies too, and I really try to cut myself back on drinking drinks before. And during the film, but sometimes you just gotta go pee. Yeah, if a movie's like two hours or two hours plus, it's really gonna be hard, especially if you have been drinking uh, soda or or alcohol or anything, and eventually you're just gonna need to go to the bathroom. But I really hate going. Personally, I think they should give everyone the ability to pause the movie so that you don't miss anything and you can come back. Imagine how much longer a freaking movie would get if that happened, especially here. Oh, my God. Oh, I got a great story to tell you about this. When I went and saw Mission Impossible Fallout with my friend Christine. Yeah. Uh, what was that? Uh, was that July? August? I don't remember what episode number it was. I think it was July. Yeah, I think it was July. I don't know. It's been a while. Anyways, when I went and saw it with my friend Christine, it was like a wave of gray hairs, man. Like from literally the opening scene until the end of the movie, it was specifically old men getting up and going pee, basically from stop to finish of that movie. And I really had a hard time not audibly laughing. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what we have to look forward to, Matt. So don't don't laugh out loud too loud. Oh, I know you already you already make fun of it uh, when it comes to me because I'm on some medications that make me pee a little bit more than average already. Oh, yeah, that was because we had to stop every like two hours or something when we were driving long distance, and it was it was uh, I realize you it was uh, the medication, but you really had it's, to go. You yeah. know, I still I still have it going now. But uh, I think it's calmed back, or maybe I know my dosage dosage has been cut back some, so hopefully that's helping. But uh, for those of you who are really curious, it's my thyroid medication that I'm on. And don't ask me why, but it makes me go pee more than average. So, anywho. Uh, enough about peeing. So, Tusk. Um, I agree with you, Mike. I love Kevin Smith's 
uh, movies. Uh, uh, he's okay as a person, I guess. There's some things that have bothered me about him, but uh, I love Kevin Smith's films. I love the ones especially that he's written, but this movie is garbage. This movie is so, so bad. I don't recommend anyone to see it. Maybe if you're like super, 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 like super stumbling drunk, it might be fun. But even then, it might just get to that level where it's actually scary. I mean, it's just bad. Like the story is just not interesting. It's supposed to be a comedic horror movie and it's not funny at all. Um, You feel bad for Justin Long's character. But then you remember why he was in Canada in the first place and how much of a dick he is to everyone in his life, including his super attractive girlfriend. And you're like, no, maybe he deserves to be turned into a fucking walrus because he's such an asshole. Yeah, that to me, that's the problem. Like, I don't feel for the character at all. Like, I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever. That's cool. Um the only character I felt for was his girlfriend having to sit there and deal with it because clearly um, she loves him because she travels to Canada to try and help find him. And so clearly she loves him. Yeah. And that's the only sympathy I had in that. Yeah. No, this movie was just garbage. It reminded me of uh, Human Centipede or whatever. I watched that movie. Mostly just because I saw an episode on South Park, uh, the I Centipad, and I wanted to see what they were making fun of. Oh, that movie was awful. Yeah, dude, I haven't, I've been wanting to do the same thing, and I I know how bad that movie is, and I can't bring myself to go watch it. I just can't, even though I think it's on Netflix right now. It it was on Netflix uh, when I watched it when the South Park was on, and it was awful, awful movie. Yeah, dude, I don't know if I can do it. I really, I, I'd like to see it just to see what South Park is destroying so beautifully, but I just, I can't, I can't. I know it's that bad, and I know it's just going to make me angry and I'm, make me turn it off, and ugh. Anyways. Yeah, I just wonder, when when Kevin Smith was making this movie and filming it, did he realize it was going to be this bad? My question is, is who the hell paid for it? Because, you know, did you see the production company that popped up on screen when you hit play? No, I didn't. I did. Uh, well, I mean, I, I did, but I wasn't paying attention to the name. Okay, this will make you angry, Mike, because they, granted, this movie was made, well, not made, it was released in 2014. So this was four years ago. But, uh, so this production company only recently, probably this year, has really come into prominence because they have had some really incredible films this year. Oh, no. Was it A24? It was A24, Mike. Oh, well, you know, you can't you can't win them all. And I'm sure Kevin Smith sold it really well, and then they're like, hmm, yeah, about that. Well, I bet you they even went, you know, this is Kevin Smith. Yes, some of his movies are not the best, but they're not full-on flops. He hasn't had, like, a full-on flop. Like, people, like, I'm not a huge fan of Chasing Amy. I just, I'm not. I know a lot of people think it's groundbreaking stuff, and yes, it's a groundbreaking movie, but I just, I was not a fan of that movie. The acting was fine. The story was okay. I just was not a fan of it. But it didn't flop. This movie flopped. This movie is 
bad. It's real bad. And I'm not sure if it's Kevin Smith's first horror movie, but it sure as hell came across as his first horror movie because it was just, oh, my God. Yeah, no, it was bad. Like, if it's going to be bad and you kind of know it, like, it's kind of fun to be, like, campy. Like, I feel like you could have changed it to be a little sillier and had a little bit more fun with it. But instead, it was, like, serious and, like, Justin Long's character was an asshole and that was no fun. Like, a movie that I recently saw that was pretty cool uh, horror movie and it was kind of like Groundhog's Day. It's called uh, Happy Death Day. And it's Groundhog's Day kind of with, with a horror theme where this girl keeps getting killed. Now, was that this year or did that come out last year? I think it's last year. Uh, okay. Okay. And, I don't uh, know. I, I know I have it um, in my uh, digital download stuff, but I haven't watched it yet. I, I need to watch it. Oh, no. You keep it's, saying it's fun. No, it's, it's a fun movie. But like, so the girl in that movie is an asshole, but at least it's funny. Like, it's... The, and and she changes a little bit after being murdered like fifteen times, but like it's <laughs> so it, just like Bill Murray and Groundhog Day. Yeah. Yes. And it 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 is essentially the same plot except different like circumstances. And but it was it was funny. It was it wasn't a bad movie. I was like, all right, this is okay. But this movie, this Tusk, there's nothing. There's nothing good. Like some bad horror movies are just. They're bad, but like they know they're bad, and that's okay. And they're kind of funny. And this one's n- nothing, nothing good. I will say probably the only thing that's funny, and it's very, very remotely funny, is um the name of the podcast, and that's about it. The name of the one that he was going to do, or the one no. that their normal name? No, the name of the. His podcast, the name of the podcast, like our name is Real Film Nerds. Uh, the name of their podcast in the movie is the Nazi Party. And it's spelled N-O-T space S-E-E-P-A-R-T-Y. And so it's a riff clearly on Nazis. But that was about the only thing that was remotely funny. And even then, it wasn't that funny because they keep talking about it and it's like a running gag kind of throughout the movie where you know people will say the name of the pod the podcast and they hang up on the person or they're like are you serious you know because it's yeah yeah and they don't they don't it doesn't really land correctly like if you're no. gonna have a running gag it's got to be continued to be, i don't know to, to right. be funny and, it, and it's not funny it's it's a play it's a pun i guess you would say and i mean it's a good pun but it's not funny. Like, when you first hear about it, you're like, oh, okay, that's funny. That makes sense. Now I understand why they did it. And then they just keep running it. And it's like, no, you should have just stopped it right when they're doing the recording of the podcast at the beginning of the film. Just stop it right there. You know, don't say Nazi party past that. But they do. And it's just, it doesn't work. But that, in my opinion, that's probably the only part of this film that's funny. Yeah, it was interesting to see Haley uh, Joel uh, Osment like grown up. Like I hadn't, I know he's been in some other things, but I haven't really seen him since you know when he was a, a child actor. Oh, dude, he's been in a bunch of stuff. I've seen him in a bunch of stuff, but you don't watch the TV shows that I really do. 
And he's been in a few TV shows, mainly as side characters, not a main role. And in this movie, it's he's a fairly main role. I'd still say he's a co-star. He's not a star. But it he's still pretty predominant in this film. And, you know, I, I don't care how old he gets. Uh, I still have a hard time seeing him, even with a beard and all this other stuff, and him not whispering, I see dead people. I mean, I just can't. Yeah, I know. I I have the same thing. It's like, ah, he can't hide him himself. Like, it's weird. No, it's so ingrained because that role, he did such a good job when he was a kid. And it was such a good movie at the time. It's just, I, I know you shouldn't base an actor's merits on one film. But, I mean, it's hard to shake it, man. Because that movie was so good. I really liked Sixth Sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, so, Mike, I know Tusk is a giant, hot piece of garbage, and uh, we can sit here and talk about it all day, but we got business to get to. Let's go ahead and get there. Mike, how does Tusk relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Okay, so this one was kind of hard as well because it's pretty small production. Um, they actually filmed this movie in 10 days. Wow. That uh, explains why it's <laughs> shit. Um, <laughs> but thanks for asking, Matt. Uh, there is a makeup artist, uh, Joel Harlow, who worked on Black Panther, who was also a makeup artist on this movie. Nice. Nice. All right. All right. I can see that because there was a lot of prosthetics definitely needed in this film anyways all right so we got that piece of business out of the way um shall we do it mike shall we go whole hog what 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 do you mean by whole hog what what are we doing here on out spoilers on tusk if you want to actually watch this movie Man, no one's going to see this movie. We should totally go with spoilers. Although, I don't even know. Oh, I know, I know, but I just want to make sure we warn people first. Okay, yeah. Um, yes, I believe from this point on, we are going to have spoilers. And we, uh, this movie's terrible. Yeah, so we don't recommend you guys see it at all. So uh, go ahead and listen to it, and we're going to give you all the nice, fun spoilers that are in this movie. There's not many, but there are some. And uh, yeah, don't watch it, even if it's on Netflix, which it is right now. So don't watch it. It's shit. Yeah, really, you you can find something better to do with your time. Pretty much anything. Yeah, and I say that as almost a fanboy of Kevin Smith, because I do like Kevin Smith a lot. So, Mike... I think one of the coolest parts of this movie, and granted it is kind of dumb, but kind of not, was uh, Johnny Depp. Uh, I did not know that Johnny Depp was Inspector Guy LaPointe in it. I had no freaking idea until I went and looked it up later on, because even in the credits, he is credited as Guy LaPointe. Or is it LaPointe or something? I don't know. Yeah, no, um, it's, I didn't know really either. I did look while I was watching because I was pretty bored and did not like the movie quite that much. <laughs> but, uh, and I was like, really? And then I had to like look for a while. And then every once in a while I could hear his voice, like, because his voice was even a little bit off. 
Oh, and, it was majorly off. And yeah. so like I was like, oh, that is him. And like I think one time I saw his profile and I was like, oh yeah, that's him. But for the most part, no. That I mean that is pretty interesting that he was able to pull that off and like Kevin Smith's daughter or uh, Kevin Smith's daughter is in it and Johnny Depp's daughter, so I think they must be friends or something like in real life. Yeah, um, I think I think Kevin Smith and Johnny Depp are pretty good friends. I don't know if they're super close, but enough to have both their daughters in not one movie, but two movies together. Because the sequel to this and the uh, middle film in what Kevin Smith is calling the True North Trilogy um, is called... Uh, oh, crap. Now I'm forgetting the name of this stupid thing. It's on uh, Netflix as well. It's called uh, Yoga Hosers. And that takes place almost entirely in a convenience store, a lot like Clerks does. But the two daughters um, play the clerks at the uh, at the convenience store, and they're the main protagonists in the follow up yoga hosers. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen yoga hosers yet. I'm a bit of a slacker, but I will be watching that soon. Well, I will uh, say. It is not a great film either. It is not as bad as Tusk. But I hate to say why the redeeming qualities in Yoga Hosers is not that it's a horror movie, is not that it's a good story. What makes Yoga Hosers somewhat redeeming is that it is a lot like a modern day Clerks. Because you have the two daughters and they do a lot of the same kind of banter and BS as the original Clerks. Oh, but, okay. But in Canada. <laughs> so take that with what you will. They're in Canada and they keep saying, you know, A and a boot and all this other stuff. And they don't do it very convincingly. Like uh, whatsoever. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like terribly faking it. Yes. And so like they said a boot in uh, in uh, this movie, you know, when they were talking to him, the uh, inspector was and. You know, the other two when they were looking for Justin Long's character and stuff. And so it's like that, but it's for an entire movie. But it's it's definitely not Tusk. Tusk is just shit. Yeah, no, it really is. It's, uh, you know, I want my whatever hour and a half back or however long it was. I really was yeah, checking I, the running time of when it was when it was on. I was like, oh, is it over yet? Yeah, I think it's around an hour and a half. And yeah, dude, it's bad. Uh, the Oh, that's one thing I was going to say. The only other redeeming quality, other than the few things I've said before, like Johnny Depp and, um, you know, some, some of the other things, was um, uh, Michael Parks, the guy that plays the villain that wants to turn Justin Long into his long-lost buddy, Mr. Tusk. Uh, I think he did a pretty good convincing job of being a villain. Uh, I think that was pretty solid. I'm not going to say it was a fantastic role and he did a fantastic job at it, but out of pretty much everybody in the film, other than Johnny Depp, uh, his acting was pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. No, his, his acting was pretty good. It's just the role was weird like i don't know this this movie was just odd like the whole story about being on this island and what was it mr what was it what did he call him oh mr tusk mr tusk yep what 
what in the hell? I guess he was like hallucinating or whatever because he was marooned on an island. But like, I don't know, man. It was a weird story. Very, very weird. Yeah. And uh, Michael Parks is not a stranger to uh, acting. He has been in a lot of roles. Now, nothing super mainstream, his role in the films, but he's been in some pretty big movies. Um, He was in Kill Bill Volume 1 and Volume 2. He was in uh, Grindhouse. He was in both movies in Grindhouse. He was in Death Proof and Planet Terror. And he was in, um, oh, what was the other one that I was trying to remember? Ah, damn it. Um, Django Unchained. That's right. And he was also in Django Unchained. He was in Django, yeah. And he does a fantastic, even though he's a smaller character, he doesn't have quite the main role as he does in Tusk. He's fantastic in all of them. So, you know, I mean, he was a good get for this film. The, the script was just shit, and the story is just shit, and oh, I don't know. I don't know if I can call this a piece of shit any more than I already have. Yeah. So, Mike, any, any, oh, you know what? I'll go back to something I was talking about before, um, when I was saying how I didn't feel sympathetic for Justin Long's character, Wallace, which is funny because Wallace is a name associated with walruses, so I'm, you know, I'm sure that was done on purpose, but, um. As I was alluding to earlier, I felt for his girlfriend more than I ever felt for Justin Long's character. And that's specifically at the end of the movie when they go to visit the uh, now walrus, Mr. Tusk, not Wallace anymore. And she's sitting there bawling her eyes out as he has decided to be a walrus for the rest of his life. And clearly she is still in love with him and infatuated with infatuated with him and doesn't want him to be an animal, but she just can't get over it. That's the only, you know, so I feel for her more than I feel for pretty much anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah, we, it was so weird. Like even the fact that he didn't get killed, like, ah, I don't know, man. It was a weird, it was a weird ending. I'm like, what? They saved him. Yeah, uh, and they stick him in a freaking am- animal preserve? Like a fucking zoo? Like, he's still a human being. It's like, and he still has the suit on? Like, he that's not his skin. Like, he's still in that fucking suit. You could at least cut the goddamn suit off of him. Sure, he might be in a fucking wheelchair, but you could at least cut the thing off of him. It's not like he needs the suit to live, you know? Ugh. Sorry, I'm making yeah. sense though, and this movie does not make sense. Yeah, you're right. You you are making sense. Hmm. All right, Mike. So, anything else you want to add on our spoiler-filled portion of this movie or uh, review? Sorry. No, no. I just wanted to talk a little bit more about our, um, you know, uh, Harvest Halloween Fest and go for uh, it. Just uh, we're we're looking forward to reviewing some better horror movies than this one. This was just the first, the beginning of, of the series. Uh, we have some other future installments coming that I think people are gonna like a lot better. I know we do. So um, yeah. Well, do you do you want to uh, spoil what movies we're talking about and tell everybody, or do you want to keep it secret and they can find out as they come out? 
I think I think we should keep it secret just in case okay. we have to change one or two. Um, okay. Because uh, the list we have, at least in my opinion, all the rest of them that we have decided on so far, in case we do decide to change them, are movies that I would say are at least above average. At least. Yeah. This film is way below average, at least in r- rankings. So don't be turned off because this movie is such a pile of shit. I kind of did that on purpose and I kind of tricked Mike. Shh. Yeah, yeah. I was. He was like, yeah, you got to see Kevin Smith's horror movie. Um, it's not that great, but, you know, you might like it. No, yeah, man. Yeah, I didn't I'm tell you how like bad this. it really was. No, I did not tell you how bad it really was, man. It's bad. <laughs> yeah, and this is coming. Uh, like, I watch all kinds of horror movies, all kinds of terrible horror movies. And some of them I love. Some of them are terrible. But, man, this one, this one is up there. Um, now, so would you whew. say the the only other one that you've really seen that's on the level of Tusk is what? Uh, the Human Centipede? Not Human Centipede. What the hell? Centipede. centipede. Human See, Centipede. I even said the freaking South Park name. <laughs> yeah, there's another movie that I always forget its name that was based on a video game, and it had video game clips in it, and it was awful. Like, I wanted my money back, and I didn't pay for it. I got it for free. Wow. Wow. That's a bold statement. Well, when you think of that, we'll make sure and tell everybody then. Oh, it was so bad. It was based on some video game. Oh, uh, I'll, I will make sure that I have it for the next uh, uh, Halloween um, or Har- Harvest Halloween Fest episode. Harvest Horror Fest. Damn it. Harvest Horror Fest. You're the one that even came up with the name. I got it written down, though. That's the difference. I wrote it down. So I don't forget. Oh, okay. I like it, though. It's a good name. I like it a lot. You you did well, Mike. Thank you. All right. So shall we, shall we get to the meat and potatoes of our uh, review? Yeah. Yeah. If anybody's still listening. Yep. Let's do it. Yep. If you're still listening, Mike, what do you give Tusk? How many reels do you give Tusk? There you go. A half a reel. I have a real. Holy shit. Wow. You really did not like this movie. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, I, I hated it. I'd probably give it a negative reel if it could, but I, I understand that is not val- valid. I, I would go with uh, no. I, I think we need to stay on the positive scale. Uh, I guess you could give it no reels. I thought about that, too. I'm going to give it a half a reel. Just for a little bit. I mean, there was a couple things. I guess it was shot okay for what it was. Like, I mean, the one of the sets was really cool. The the little house place where Justin Long is at. But other than that. Yeah, the uh, uh, Michael Parks character's house. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um. All right, so uh, clearly you do not like this movie and don't recommend anyone to go see it. Very true. All right, well, I guess I will give you my rating. Um, It's a little bit higher than yours, but not by much. 
And that's probably just because I like Kevin Smith, and I think Michael Parks did a pretty good job acting. And I think uh, Johnny Depp's character is pretty interesting, and he did a really good job acting and fooling us that it's even freaking him. So uh, out of those three things, I give Tusk one reel out of five. Ooh, man, you give it a pretty high rating. A high rating? It's a half a reel above yours. How the hell is it a high rating? That's what I'm saying. It's a high rating. (laughs) Oh, Michael. Well, all right, then. Um, I guess the moral of this podcast is don't see this movie. Yes, that is that is it for sure. All right. Well, Mike, do you have anything else to add on our first Harvest Horror Fest review? Now, uh, I'm just uh, looking forward to uh, talking more about horror movies because I, I do really enjoy horror movies and, and we have some good ones coming up for you. Now, should we tell them what we're going to do for our second Harvest Horror Fest or should we just leave it a mystery? Um, I guess you could you could tease that. You want, you want to tease that one? Well, I don't know if we decided which one we were going to do next. We got a list. Yeah, I don't know which one we're going to do next either. So, uh, no, we're, you know we're just, you know just okay, going to keep it we, a mystery. We'll talk it out. Now, I don't know, man. We could talk it out because uh, you know what I was thinking is uh, staying on kind of the more fun, comedic, in a way, film. Uh, I was thinking, you know, maybe we should do uh, Dust Till Dawn next. Oh, yeah. No, I enjoy that movie. That's that's a fun movie. That is a fun right. That's exactly. a fun one. Yeah. And so that is, a, in my opinion, an above average film. I enjoy it dearly. So uh, you want to do that one next, Mike? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That sounds All right. good. Let's do it. So, okay. Well, there you go, folks. You get to look forward to our next horror fest film will be Dust Till Dawn, starring um, George Clooney. Um, Quentin Tarantino Quentin Tarantino um, Harvey Keitel um, I'm trying to think who else is oh um, uh, Cheech is in it and um, Selma Hayek Selma Hayek oh yeah Selma Hayek's Dude. in it oh man and she looks real good in this movie at least for some of it <laughs> And she's always looked real good though that one guy who's in all kinds of movies as always like a bad guy. Um, but then... Oh. Are you talking about Danny Trejo? Yeah, yeah, he's in it. Oh, dude, I love Danny Trejo. I like him so much. Believe it or not, I follow him on Facebook. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, Danny Trejo is awesome. He is so cool. Because in the real world, he's a very cool down-to-earth guy. Very cool. And he's always posting really fun and insightful stuff. So... That's cool. That's really cool. All right. Well, Mike, that's all I got. Okay. Yeah, that's that's really all I have. Um, I just want to thank everybody for listening and look forward to doing more of this. uh, The Halloween or damn it. uh, Harvest Horror Fest. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie.